you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. Certainly hope this broadcast is finding you well and in the Lord's arm and do, in arms and doing well. So, folks, a quick update. So we've been praying for Pastor Tony Miller. You remember he he drops by here every month or so, and we had a little bit of a break. And during that time, Pastor Miller had a, a physical challenge, and God has brought him through the other side of that trial. And we're honored to have you with us this morning, Pastor Miller. Good to be with you, and thank you folks for praying. I'm on the upswing and feel like the energy's coming back. And, and that's great news. So as you know, Pastor Miller served for many years of the pastor of Morningside Baptist Church. He was a Bible uh, college dean. He's been a little bit of everywhere. He's one of these uh, theological renaissance men, you know, and uh, and other things as well. And we're we're just thrilled to have him. He's seen a little bit of everything, and and uh, we're just thrilled to have him. So, background: We've been talking. I think going back to December ish, we were talking about getting together and doing something on the armor of God, understanding what it takes to protect us from the wiles of the devil, what it takes to protect us, and how we should wake up and what posture we should be in in the morning. So many of you know I served in the United States Army for 26 years, and one of the most important things we did in the Army is we continuously practiced how we cover ourselves with armor. Huh? Cover was very important. So you're always talking about cover and concealment and camouflage, the, the, the three C's. Wow. And, uh, but cover is that armor. You know, so when I first came into the Army, Pastor Miller, we, we put on this vest, and it was lead. So it was actually, it was made out of this canvas type of green. Even before you put the lead weights in there, this thing weighed about four or five pounds. <laughs> and uh, then you put the lead weights down in it. I mean, it went a little bit below your waist on both sides. It wasn't a great vest. It obviously did not cover your arms, but you would put that thing on and it weighed about 25 pounds. Wow. And back then you wore a steel pot. Now the old steel pots of the 70s and 80s would just kind of hang above your ears. They didn't have that notch that came down around your ears. So that was your cover back then. And then you uh, you would work on having a fighting position or hiding in holes. And, and, and then, of course, you would do your camouflage on your face and your body. And then you'd conceal yourself with, with sticks and trees. And you didn't want it to look like... Uh, it was out of the foliage. You wanted to fit it into where you were there on your defensive position. I mean, it was really important that you did all those things. But I'll never forget the talk we had on armor. So when you're in basic training, uh, one of the first things they do is they bring, brought out a helmet from Vietnam. They actually brought out three. And they laid those helmets on the table, and every one of them had a dent or a bullet hole in it. Oh. And they said, these three helmets have one thing in common. They all saved a soldier's life. Yes. And when we talk about armor, right, Pastor Miller, we're talking about a Christian soldier. We're talking about a Christian soldier's testimony. We're talking about a Christian soldier's life and happiness and all those things, right? Oh, yes. Uh, the armor is going to protect your soul so that you'll live a Christian life. And mm. that's why it's so critical in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18, it speaks specifically about the different aspects of the armor and if we turn in our Bibles to Ephesians, you'll find that the first three chapters of Ephesians speaks of the wealth of the saints. 
Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And it enumerates all the things that we have through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. We're rich, the wealth of the saints. And then he comes into the walk of the sons, chapters 4 into 6 and verse 9, and it talks about walking worthy of your father and your calling and your wealth as sons of God. And then it comes to this last part, and it talks about the war of the soldier. Mm. And God you know, pictures us as a soldier and asks us, like just a commander does, to put on the armor. You know, it's a command to do it. It's not an option. You can't right. find a general or a sergeant that says, well, this stuff is it's <laughs> optional. Yeah. No, they say, this has to do with your life and your well-being, and you're going to put it on. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, an old first sergeant used to say, the folks who think your armor is optional are buried in Arlington National Cemetery. <laughs> and, uh, and and folks, uh, just, just hitting on what Pastor just said, so important to understand we are in battle. We are in a war. Every day, we just don't realize it because it's an invisible war. We don't see it with our physical eyes. And so many people just ignore Satan. They don't realize the demonic activity that's around or even influencing government or nations. There's a demonic activity that's every day. Well, and there it is, friends. Every single day of our lives, we, we, we have to be aware. You know, we drive our cars with car insurance. We have airbags. We have all this protection around us. But we forget that we're in a battle for either for our soul, if we're saved. We're in a battle for our families. We're in a battle for our testimony. We're in a battle for how our life goes that day. So tell us about armor, Pastor, from a biblical perspective. Well, the re- reason that we come to this, it says, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And he says, put on the whole armor of God. And the reason we, he says that, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And so we have to realize, first of all, you're going to do this in the Lord. Are you in the Lord? You know, there's some people that are not in the Lord's army. They're in Satan's army because they're not saved yet. And so he says, in Christ, that puts you in the army. When you receive Jesus Christ as Savior... You are put in the family of God, but you're also put in the army of God. Yeah. And so uh, since that's the case, now we are fighting from a different side. We're in the Lord's army, not the enemy's army that we were in before we were saved. And then he talks about God being the enabler, you know, the Lord's power, God's panoply, or his whole armor. And he gives specific individual aspects of the armor, but... The enemy, he describes him as the devil. And that word devil comes from the word diabolos, which means false accuser. He's a deceiver and falsely accuses God before man. He falsely accuses men to their own hearts, Christians all the time, like Job. You know, Satan was saying, (laughs) you know, he... He He falsely accuses us. yeah, Yeah, he falsely accuses. He's a deceiver. He accused... Job before God, Mm. and he accuses Christians with Christians falsely. He's an accuser, and so he's a false accuser, and so it brings out the fact that he has methods. Wiles is where we get the word method in the English language from the Greek, and it meant to scheme or to use craft to accomplish something in his strategy. And by the way, military, 
That's what most of the military is really about for victory is strategy. It is. And it's a, it's continuous, it's ongoing, knowing that the enemy changes things up. And, you know, pastor, the other day I was reading, uh, doing my Bible reading. Once, once again, I come across that area where it talks about uh, the Bible manifesting himself or showing himself as an angel of light. Yeah, exactly. And every time I read that, Pastor Miller, I stop and say to myself, well, wait a minute. You know, light is what we all go towards. Light is what, but there, there's good light and there's evil light. And boy, there's schemers and there's cleverness. And, and, and that's why this armor is so important, folks, is to understand that we do this, that we're in these spiritual battles and uh, the devil is scheming. He has tactics, like Pastor just said. And now this is what I remember uh, from the army side. So the enemy has a, a battle plan that's multifaceted, isn't it? Is. We're going right up the gut, and we're going to kill these people. No, it's we're gonna we're gonna hit from the gut, then drop back, hit from the sides. The helicopters are coming in. We're gonna send this artillery in. We're gonna do all these things. We're gonna cover ourselves. Uh, we're gonna do all these things, but we don't think of our lives as spiritual battles most of the time. Most of the time, we're kind of on automatic pilot. And I think you folks know what I'm talking about. You know, you wake up and uh, you have breakfast. You know, there might be a prayer or two you hop in your car and you go to work and then every once in a while you say how did I get here you know here I am in the middle of the day pastor when we talk about having to have armor on and I'm being attacked from seven different sides and I know it's the devil yes. and uh, well it's interesting you say seven because that's really the seven pieces of the armor that deal with different tactics of Satan yeah like the first one we're going to look at is the fact of be girded about with truth yeah. And so what is the devil's tactic? It's deceit and deception. So how do you counter that? You clothe yourself with God's truth. You get prepared before the deceiver comes along. Yeah. So I think we get this now. If, we, if we're using the Bible, folks, this is a soldier's manual. When I went in the Army in basic training, they passed out these books that we had to carry in our pockets. And uh, it, it was like a little New Testament-sized book. And, and in that book, it told us everything about the enemy. We had, a, we had a look at what tanks were the enemy. We had a look at what planes were the mm. enemy. We had to learn how the enemy attacks. We, ha we had to learn how we should posture ourselves. We had to learn what we look yes. like, what fight in the enemy looks like. We had to learn what armor was. That soldier ma soldier's manual was absolutely essential you had to know that soldier's manual you had to be that person that that knew everything about the enemy and folks if we're not in the word of god we don't know everything about the enemy right. and uh, and i'll tell you that's a big thing listen folks we're going to be right back again honored to have pastor miller with us hang with us doug will return shortly Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Praise God. Here we are with Pastor Miller. So we, we put on this stuff because we know the enemy's coming after those seven different things. And, and as you go forth as an introduction of armor, what would you think is the next thing that we need to know to introduce ourselves to this subject? Well, uh, in one of the pieces of the armor, it talks about having uh, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen. 
And so we start out with truth as the first one that's being girt about our loins, as he says. And this was the first thing that Paul would observe a Roman soldier would put on first. Oh. The way that they are listed in Ephesians is the order that they would put on as they were putting on the whole. Now, that word whole means the complete armor. All seven pieces, not just two, not just three. So we're shooting for all pieces, but it comes from the word of God and truth. That's the manual, like you said before. Yeah. But the aspect of it, we're not warring against human beings, flesh and blood. Right. But principalities, powers, you know, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. And so we're, we're look, dealing with an invisible enemy that we can't see with our physical eyes, but we can see it through the eyes of the Word of God. And so we're going to start with truth and the Scripture. And if you're not in the Word of God on a regular basis as a Christian, just like I talked to a man yesterday, he's a Christian, he hasn't been going to church regularly, but he... Uh, got a challenge from me to get into the Word and really stay in the Word and get into a church and get the Word in. So this first piece that we want to look at is stand therefore, and that word stand is a Roman soldier word. It meant that you are going to have those shoes on that had spikes in them and no one could push you back no one could push you around. You were going to stand on that territory you were supposed to protect. And so he's giving that image. And how are you going to do this? Well, having your loins girt about with truth. And this is a girdle or a belt, really, is what it means to. There were three types of belts. There was one to, you could put your long flowing robe or anything else tucked in so you could move quickly. But this one probably means the second one, which it has to do with a belt that had what they call greaves or straps of metal and iron that went from the hips down to the knees to protect that area so you didn't get wounded and were not mobile anymore because your legs were torn up. Mm. Okay, and so this was the girding of the loins, but they said with truth. Now, Satan's greatest tactic his best tool in his toolbox so to speak or his best weapon that he uses most and most effectively is deception now people say no he's powerful he's strong he's smart well it's all about being deceptive did it think about the first human beings that fell into sin Mm -hmm. he came did have god said you know throwing doubt on it and then he, he misquoted what god had said he can't, you can't eat of any of the trees. And then he got Eve going, well, I can't even touch him. Mm-hmm. And so deception is right off. And he just flat out denies at one point and says, no, nah, in the day that you eat of that fruit, you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. And God's the meanie. He's holding back on you. He, he doesn't want you to become gods, knowing yeah. good and evil. So deception is how, in fact, that's really the first sin in the Bible. It is. Yeah. Satan's proposing deception. Satan is the first one sinning in the Bible. And Eve, it says, she was deceived. And that's all it took to disobey God. 
Yeah, and and you know, it's truth is so important in relationships and our relationship with God. I mean, God's clear; He He demands truth from us, and, and those types of things. But somewhere, you know, in in my Christian walk, when I first got saved, there was a breakdown uh, in my life. You know, there was the time I spent with God. There was the time I spent in the Word of God. Uh, but brother, I wasn't putting on the armor. And you know, there's truth and and, and things of that nature. It's real. We need to put this on. Uh, we need to gird ourselves. We need to understand that truth equals righteousness, that, that God is true. There's no lies about him. There's no darkness about him. And when we can be in that zone, when we can operate fully in the zone of truth and righteousness, when we, you know, where, where there's no more imaginations, there's no more things. And I loved your description. When we were in the army, one of the things they taught us is we don't just stand at our two feet like a normal person stands because a soldier's going to come along, the enemy's going to come along and knock us on our backsides. So we would always put our right foot behind us. We actually had a way we stood. So if you were right-handed, your right foot went behind you and, uh, and you were spread out a little bit. So you were real sturdy. So yeah. you're, you're Good totally, foundation. that's right. You're totally prepared for that enemy to come in. You're totally, I mean, that's as good as it gets. You know, I've got mm -hmm. a good landing. I'm, I'm this way. I remember when I was in the army, this guy, um, I was this big, strong kid, but we had this young guy in the army and he taught me how to box. And I mean, he used to just, uh, he used to just hit me. I mean, it, it was like I was a crash dummy for boxers, you know, <laughs> and I was always crashing into one of his fists. And, and one day he told me, he says, you know, Doug, the problem is you're not landing any good hits. He says, you don't understand this. And he said, you got to put your foot back a little bit. You got to yeah. put your arms up. You got to hold this hand and block your face. You got to do these things or you won't be able to box. Right. So I remember for two days, he taught me that. And, and we went in the ring. We're just playing around. You know, again, we got masks on. We're not trying to hurt each other. But I turned around and I belted the guy and I knocked him out. <laughs> and the guy, the guy stood up and said, why in the world did I teach you? This happens all the time. But this I know. I had, there's a, I had to cover myself up. I had to know what was going on right there in the fight. It wasn't about the people outside. It wasn't about anybody. It was this confrontation that I was having with the enemy. This boxer used to tell me it's about that confrontation. It's not about the one yesterday. It's not about the one tomorrow. It's right now, right here. What do you have to do to be prepared to face the enemy? And, and that's what you're talking about here. Yes, get, getting truth yeah. uh, around you, and I like to say around your mind is one of the aspects, but it, the girdle would protect the legs so you could stay mobile, so a spear or a sword wouldn't wound you to where you couldn't maneuver or stand yeah. And so we're going to stand on truth. And one of the things about the equipment is interesting is, is this objective truth or subjective truth? Now, truth's definition is an accurate representation of reality. You just referenced it's the facts. Yeah. It's not feelings. It's what are the, all the facts. And it represents the total picture of reality in any situation. Yeah. So when God speaks about Satan with truth, he pictures him as a deceiver or an adversary, Satan, that's what it means. And so, but there is also that subjective truth that we must do. And you said that division was in your life. You would read factual biblical truth, but you wouldn't put it on and put, practice right. it. Right. And so there is both in these pieces of armor the truth of God, the reality, now we apply it and we start doing the truth. We start speaking the truth. Yeah, that's and, great. 
Yes. So there's the subjective and the objective in that. So it's, it's, it's really, this is all about, and it's so important that we're suited like this because it does, it transforms our lives and people around us. Integrity matters. Yeah. Uh, character matters. Truth matters. And, uh, and covering yourself up. So as we go through these, this life, it's hard. And, and, and a lot of you folks know this who suffer from PTSD and been through this thing says this world is a hard place, Yes, but you can make it a lot easier by following God's rules. Truth. You can, you can make it a lot easier uh, by girding yourself. You can make it a lot easier by getting those seven pieces of armor and, and, and putting them on just like the Roman soldier did. And, you know, I love that God's word talks about the Roman soldier who still studied in West point today still studied in the military academies today for their the way they handled things for their strategies mm. for their armor for those types of things folks listen we sure do love you i'm glad that we had this opportunity to come together and have an introduction with pastor miller and uh, we're going to be looking at the armor of God. It's important, folks. Put on the armor today. Yes. Make sure you open your Bibles up and and get there in Ephesians chapter 6 and start reading it and get the verse 10, and, and, and we'll be coming back with you tomorrow. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.